you know those moments where you're like, I'm not sure what's going on right now, but this feels important. This is one of them. Buckle up. I'm so glad you're here. This is quite possibly the most important podcast I've ever recorded. See you on the other side. You are listening to the Get Unstuck podcast with me, your host, Laura Husson. I am delighted to have you here. This podcast was being created to inspire, educate and facilitate shifts that get you unstuck, clear and moving in your life and business. Expect tips, advice and real life stories of people just like you who've gone from unclear and stuck to create an extraordinary success. It's time to let go of the how and step into the now. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Get Unstuck podcast. I am your host, Laura Husson, and I am excited to share some, I was going to say raw footage, um, in the moment, processing, downloads, thoughts, feelings, I have no agenda for what is about to be shared today, but what I am ready to do is really share what's on my heart, something that I have been wanting to share for a really long time. Oh, I can feel the relief literally flooding through my body as I start to even open up to what is going to come through today. And I know that firstly, if you're brand new here, (laughs) this is a fantastic time. I'm so glad that you're here to listen to this episode. And if you've been here for some time, you're going to be able to recognize some of the things that I'm going to share as to how I have been showing up. Because I have felt myself really censoring and limiting and holding back in some ways because of some things that I did not want to say. And that has left me feeling like my expression, my free flow, the things I want to share with you are limited or restricted in some way. And so I'm sharing that with you because like I say, I don't know what's about to come out, but I know that it's important. And so it's go time. So um, it's also possibly a little bit more echoey than normal because I am not at home. We are here in the UK, we're still in a lockdown. And I have relocated myself to a little Airbnb. Um, At the moment, you're only allowed to go and stay um, anywhere else if it's purely for work purposes or business purposes, which this has been for the last, I want to say two weeks. Timescale is kind of hazy at this point. If maybe two weeks, just under two weeks, I have been in um, undergoing an accelerated learning experience in the, my voice is going a little bit wobbly as I, as I go into this, as I was participating in my trainer's training certification for NLP, hypnosis, EFT, time techniques, life and success coaching. And I have my own certification starting in March, the shift method. And the shift method is my signature system for creating subconscious transformation. And it is absolutely firmly rooted in integrity, safety, inclusion, accessibility, all of the things that are important to me. And 
what has happened is that in the creation of this, now I need to go back. This is important that I go back to the beginning and share the picture with you that uh, back in, I don't remember, some point in 2018, 2019, again, timeline is vague right now. I enrolled in an NLP certification and some of the things that I learned through my NLP certification were so incredible. Some of the techniques were so powerful, so gentle, so subtle, so quick, and they created this huge, huge changes. Now, in my personal life, within my family, we were having quite the experience with the, I don't know how to describe it, the um, a journey with mental health, let's call it that. And a member of my family was having quite the rocky road with mental wellness. And some of the techniques that we used when I was training, I had to record a lot of videos of me demonstrating the techniques. And some of these videos I did with this member of my family and the changes that we saw were so quick and so light and some of them so subtle because what we were doing was we'd do a technique and then we wouldn't necessarily understand exactly what the impact of that had been until later. And it was so incredible. And then as I was getting closer to being certified, I started offering one-on-one sessions, which I called shift sessions. This is where the name came from. I called them shift sessions. They were 90-minute sessions. And we largely used time techniques. We used some light hypnosis and some of the NLP techniques, very selective NLP techniques to facilitate those transformations. Now, people were coming off those 90-minute sessions and they were absolutely mind-blown at how quickly and how easily they had released and shifted and moved beyond previously limiting beliefs, identities, um, all of the pieces. And so I was so excited by what this work was making possible. And what happened was in January of 2019, I was creating a group experience. So instead of doing these one-on-one sessions, because that was never going to be the long-term picture, we were heading into a group experience. And what happened was as we started that group experience, I called it the shift sessions. And the first round, we had 27 people. And I was nervous. I was like, is it possible to create this level of change, this level of transformation in a group? I did not know if I could do that. I also had concerns around responsibility, doing it responsibly, doing it safely, doing it with integrity, doing it in a way that was not gaslighting people. And I really felt like it was important to be able to have a way to get this work out there in a larger scale, because the impact it can have is so, so huge. But I didn't really know how to balance the two. And immediately when I started talking about firstly, my shift sessions, and secondly, the one on one shift sessions, and secondly, the shift sessions group experience, I had every resistance to talking about what modalities I was using. Even when people asked me, I used to be like, oh, well, I'm using NLP and hypnosis and EFT. and I did not want to claim that I was using NLP. I had a lot of shame around that. And I did not know why. 
I did not know what it was that was making me feel yucky is the best, (laughs) most technical expression I can come up with. Now, I knew on some level that NLP had some negative connotations attached to it. I knew that um, a lot of techniques that speak to the subconscious have a history of being used for manipulation, for persuasion that is not for the greater good for all concerned. And I did not want to be associated with that. Now, I didn't have specific examples. I could not tell you exactly what it was that was problematic for me, but I just knew I was not comfortable with it. And so it was a surprise to me that I even ended up enrolled in the program. But when I learned about it, I was so amazed by the opportunity that it held because much like any other tool you could hand somebody, you can do so much good with any tool and you can cause major destruction with this with that same tool depending on the hands of who's holding that tool. And I feel the same about NLP, I feel the same about every technique we have. Now, what has happened since then, since the first time I rolled out the shift sessions, I went on to do my master practitioner level. I didn't do that till, when was that? September 2020. But what happened was as we started to go through the group experience, I started to feel guilt. And the guilt that I was feeling was because a lot of the transformation process that was going through the shift sessions wasn't textbook NLP it wasn't following the order. It wasn't following the processes. It was employing cherry picking the most powerful pieces of the tools as I could see them. But then I was presenting them in a way that was uniquely mine. And when I say mine, that feels funny to say it. It feels a funny word to say. I feel funny in my body as I say that because I don't feel I own it. I feel like it's come through me it's not of me. It doesn't feel rooted in ego. It feels rooted in contribution. And the process, the shift sessions process, which we've now trademarked because of the unique way that it creates beautiful, gentle, and safe transformation. I had guilt around it. And the guilt that I had was that, oh my goodness, I've got this NLP certification. And yet I'm just kind of doing the things my way, which had old programming for me in believing that I was just making it up as I went along and hoping that it was going to be okay, hoping that I wouldn't be caught. Those feelings that we all have when we're doing something that is unique to us, that triggers feelings of feeling like a fraud, not feeling good enough, not feeling like you're doing it by the book, the way that it's supposed to be. And I, after going through the first round of the shift sessions, a lot of those feelings fell away. Because what happens is when you start to see what's possible for people, it becomes less and less important about the specifics of the process and more important that you can focus and speak to the outcome that's possible. And so when we went into the second round of the shift sessions, I had no issue that we were following the shift sessions process. It became its own thing. And what happens at the end of, or not even the end of, I I realize I'm jumping around a little bit here in time. So bear with me, because like I say, I'm not going from notes. I'm just speaking from my heart with the things that I feel need to be said today. 
when we got the, the shift sessions is six weeks long. When we got to about week four, what happened was people in the group started to say, I don't want this to end. I don't want it to be over. Is there something else we can do after this? And I didn't have a next step planned. You know, I didn't know what was going to come after the next piece. So what happened was I realized, well, maybe I could teach you my method. Maybe I could teach you the shift sessions method. Oh, that would be the shift method. And so the shift method was born as a process, as something that existed. And much like everything I've ever created in my business, the the concept, the name, the knowingness that it was coming came before the details. Now, this has always been true in my business and in my life, to be fair. The, the knowing comes first and then the details get filled in later. And so I presented the idea to the group and out of, I'm saying 27, it may have been 23. What I know is that 14, it was 23, because what I know is that 14 people out of the 23 in that first round said yes to coming onto the shift method journey, knowing that at that time, I believed that in order to teach these techniques, there's a bit of a spoiler alert there. I believed that in order to teach these techniques, I needed to go through all the process. And the process looked like I already done NLP practitioner. Then I had to do NLP master practitioner. And then I needed to do NLP trainers training. And the timeline for doing that would mean that the earliest I could be complete with trainers training would be, where are we? 11th of February, 2021. At the time of recording, it is the 8th of February, 2021. <laughs> and I am recording 30 minutes prior to the time where I would be sitting my final exams for board certification assessment of the trainer's training NLP standards. I am not doing those tests today. I walked that timeline. I did master practitioner. 14 people out of that first 23 said yes to a certification in the shift method, which they wanted to learn how to facilitate the shift sessions. That's what was wanted. And what happened was I said yes to doing that. Then I mapped out all the things I thought it should be because that's the things that I learned in order to do it. And then I set about doing what I needed to do in order to put that into motion. Now, I signed up to do master practitioner in June 2020 and then trainers training at the first opportunity, which was January 2021. Now, with COVID happening, what happened was I couldn't go and do the training, which was supposed to be in the um, in North America. I couldn't travel. And so it got moved to a virtual class in September 2020. I took the, the virtual master's class, loved it. It was amazing thought I was going to make changes to the shift sessions after that. And yet I didn't because the next round that we did in May and June of 2020, where we brought 50 new people, 51 new people through the shift sessions and, um, and the people who were going through the shift method got to do it again. And so we had over 65, I think in that group. And the results were again, absolutely staggering. So when we did the next round in October 2020, after I had done the master practitioner, I did not change a thing. 
And I was so surprised at that because I thought, well, I've done master practitioner now. I've got new techniques and new tools and I've got more knowledge and I should be expanding the things, blah, blah, blah. And yet nothing changed in the shift sessions. And then when we did it in October and we had almost 100 people come through, the results again were staggering. And so what I started to see was, oh, people are getting the results they need from my method I'm not talking about NLP. I'm not talking about any of the tools. I'm not talking about the process or the steps in order that they need to be. And yet I feel like in my certification in the shift method, which now the only way that people have been coming through is when they get to week four of the shift sessions, they're invited to join us for the shift method if they wish to. At this point now, after three rounds of the shift sessions, I have... 56 students enrolled in the shift method certification we're starting in March next month and I had all the pressure placed on completing trainers training this month I came to this little Airbnb to do it because we're on lockdown and the children are at home and I needed to be fully focused it was going to be 16 days of just completely putting everything else on hold and when we started on day one Something in me really loudly said, in order to do this, everything else has to go on hold. Not just my business, not just time with my family, but the way that I live. The values that I live by had to go on hold. My own self-care practices needed to go on hold. My sleep was on hold. The types of foods that I nourish myself shifted and changed because I was on a grab and go window of eating and prepping food and all of the other things. And it felt so uncomfortable. It felt so uncomfortable that I was going to have to compromise everything. You know, I spent years building my life by design to a way that I never have to compromise to a way that I always get to live and say yes and say no to the things that feel good, don't feel good, don't sit right with my values, all of those things. And in order to come through trainers training, I had to suspend all of that for a short period of time. Now, I decided of my own accord that I was willing to do that because I had 56 students and I was feeling a great deal of responsibility to that. It was that I've promised them this certification I need to pass it. Oh my goodness. What? If, and then we started talking about the tests and the exams. It was like, okay, on exam day, it's going to be eight hours of exams. It's going to be this. And each morning we'd get asked like, how's studying going? And on the first day when that question was asked, how's studying going? I had a severe emotional response. Now, this was rooted way back when, when I was in university, my final year of university Right before I did my uh, finished my dissertation and did final exams, I had an extremely traumatic experience happen in my personal life. And so I was immediately taken back to this, oh, studying is related to trauma and upset and pain. And so I was finding that really difficult to traverse. I was like, I don't know if I want to push past this. And at the same time, I also knew it presented an opportunity, something for me to really dig into and release so that it no longer had that hold over me. And at the same time as that, I also knew I didn't necessarily want to just be programmed out of it. 
It was something I wanted to process without just overriding, just because I could. And this is one of the things I think with NLP that has been an issue for me from the get-go has been that just because we have a tool that means we can instantly create change and instantly rewrite a story doesn't mean it's always ethical or beneficial to do so. And so I put the brakes on there. I was offered support in, um, you know, making changes there and I didn't want to take it. And not because I was in resistance to it. I just knew that I needed to do some deeper emotional work for myself. And so I did that. I worked through that. Now, what was coming up as we worked through the materials and obviously when um, an NLP master trainer is delivering the trainer's training, they have to adhere to the way that it is taught, right? It's like a curriculum that is written. It's approved by certain boards. And so in order to meet the standards of those boards, you have to follow it to the letter. And there are some things in there, in the content that are outdated, that do not reflect the demands of the world that we live in now, especially post-2020. And it felt so hard. I don't use that that word very often at all, but it was really hard. I can still hear in my voice and I can actually feel my voice constricting a little as I go back into this. The anxiety levels were up defenses were up. Everything in me was feeling, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to learn it. And I certainly do not want to teach this to anybody. I never want to have people learning from me going through those feelings. Because by design, the way that my process works is that it's not certification and then off you go into the world. For me, the certification process is I can teach you my method. And then when you get certified, and I'm doing air quotes here, when you get certified, that's not the end of the process. To my mind, that's the beginning. And that's what makes it so exciting. And there's so many certifications that exist where it's like, it's just a, it's a certification factory process, basically. So you get the tools and then that's it. You go and use the tools any way you want. Now that's not wrong, but it's not how I wish to do things. And so I was really interested in when I was creating mine, that I got to do that in a way that felt good to me. Gosh, isn't it funny, the physiological impact of just revisiting the thoughts and feelings I've been having over the last two weeks. Now, what I will say is that this is not a, um, is it, I'm not here to call people out. I'm not here to assign blame. I'm here to talk about how things have been and what happens now. And so what I do know is that people who teach um, NLP and other other submodalities, oh my goodness, I can't get the words out, blimey, other modalities that will speak to the subconscious, let's get the words out, Largely, by and large, everybody who I've come across in that capacity is good people. And I will go one step further to say that beyond the world of all of this, I I do believe that at our core, people are designed with goodness. People are designed with good intentions. And it's through the experiences we have that our behaviors and our thoughts and our feelings are biased and shaped and 
that that's where the outcome of what happens as we go about our lives comes from. Now, this is something we dive into in week one of the shift sessions is understanding where all of our prejudices, where all of our bias, where all of our thoughts, feelings and meanings come from. We, we do that in week one. And due to that, the translation of some of these tools comes through in while the curriculum is set People give metaphor, they give stories, they give examples of things that have happened, things they've seen, things they know about to set the scene and to teach. And some of the examples that were shared in the training that I was just participating in were really painful to absorb. And thankfully, I'm grateful to say, none of those things were painful to absorb for me because of my own personal experiences, but they were painful to absorb because I was very aware that for people who had lived those experiences, that they would be experiencing being re-traumatized through the experiences that were being offered. Now, this happened early on in the training and I was like, oh gosh, I feel sick. I'm really uncomfortable, you know, and then that we were reaching out to the people who were running the training and saying, look, this is an issue. I feel this. Can we change something? And people were responding and reacting and trying to make changes to accommodate and be more sensitive, which was really appreciated. And this kept happening. Now, also, this is the first time that trainer's training had been delivered online. And so sometimes there's a difference in translation of things where you're in a room. And sometimes it's just about understanding that that's not appropriate. So as we progressed through the 10 days, 12 days, however long I was in the training, I repeatedly felt myself coming up against this ooh, anxiety, this knowing in my body that this is not how it gets to be, that it gets to be different now. And if you know me from any of my experiences or you've seen even on my Instagram feed, I use the term it gets to be different now repeatedly. And that is not just a cute saying. It gets to be different now. It has to be different now. Now, as we were going, getting closer and closer towards the end of the content and we started to talk more about the design of our trainings and our certifications and all the rest of the things. We had a really interesting conversation about boards. And in the talk about boards, we were discussing what is required. And I've always been interested because in, you know, I knew very, very clearly that the boards that are out there that exist, none of them felt like a match to me. And I wanted a certification that had a certain amount of rigor to it. I wanted to really have people feel official in their training. And yet I could not find a board that I was aligned with. And so when the trainer started speaking about boards and this trainer had created a board of their own. So the question was asked, what does it, what's the process when, if you wanted to create a board of your own, what does that process involve? Because I'd said that I was, I think maybe I'm creating a board. Um, and the response was that you put your, I can't even remember how it was described. It was something like you put your um, standards, you put a set of standards into a Google Doc and you call yourself a board. And that was the moment. That moment, everything unraveled for me. I could feel the peace coming back into my body even now as I speak those words. 
I was simultaneously absolutely disgusted that there was not more of a process behind this and completely liberated and freed from this belief. I was just on this conveyor belt of belief that, oh, well, if I want to run a certification and it's going to include these modalities, I have to do this, 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 and this. Nobody ever told me this is the rules. And yet the subconscious compliance, because that's a route that was mapped out, led the way. And that was, like I say, that was a huge wake up for me because it was almost like I'd woken up from something. So, whoa, have I been in trance this whole time? I've put my whole certification on hold for a year, believing that I had to go through this process, which ultimately isn't even real. And the reason it's not real is because to create a board, all you have to do is chuck together a set of standards and call yourself a board. And then people pay you to be assessed by those standards which have just been made up. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So what this meant for me was, you know, I needed to take some time. Now, in my human design, if you're familiar with human design, I am an emotional authority. And what that means is I have to ride the emotional wave. I have to sleep on any big decisions. I have to really feel all the feelings in my body. I have to feel the whole spectrum of feelings before I make a big, well, not even a big decision. This was a big decision. So I did have to do that. But any decision. And the decision I knew I was about to make, I already knew was coming, but I didn't want to commit to it because I was feeling so many things. I was feeling doubt. I was feeling fear. I had fear coming up of letting people down. I was worried about letting my students down because I'd promised them this certification. I'd promised them all of these different modalities. They were listed out on a page where they had said, yes, please sign me up to the payment plan. I had promised them board accreditation. And now I was throwing that out the window or I was prospectively doing that. And it was such a difficult thing to settle myself into. What happened only yesterday was my amazing friend, Susie Ashworth, sent me a message, a voice note and said, how are you doing? How's it going? How's the training? And I messaged her back and I was like, I've just got no words. And she replied to me. She said, I have never heard you like this what is going on and thankfully because Susie was able to dedicate a little bit of time to going back and forward with me yesterday morning because it was a Sunday morning and I was able to voice all of what I was feeling and what was happening was I knew every piece of me knew I was out I was done I was not completing the assessment for trainers training which means I was not going to be NLP trainer certified. And I had 56 students ready to start a certification that I had promised them would be in March. And my amazing husband had been at home with the children for 12 days by now, juggling all the things, doing all the home learning, doing everything that was required for me to be tucked up here doing this training. And I didn't want to let him down either. I didn't want him to feel it had all been for nothing. 
Susie was able to really help me. She asked me some really amazing questions and really eventually I dropped in and recognized this is ego. It's ego. It's ego, ego, ego. Everything in me knows that, you know, after knowing that the boards are just a made up thing and because we're in an unregulated industry that it gets to be whatever we want it to be. And that I know, I know that the standards I hold myself to for creating a training are above and beyond anything that exists out there, that it didn't make sense for me to do anymore. It didn't make sense for me to put the rest of my life, my, you know, client calls, my calls with my groups and my students and my mastermind, everything has all been on hold while I've been doing this. My family have been on hold while I've been doing this and they've coped so well. I've been abandoning myself, my self-care, my sleep patterns. Everything in me has been pushing against what I know is right for me. And I couldn't pretend anymore that I knew why that was happening. So I made the decision yesterday that I was withdrawing from the process and I sent the email and I explained that it just did not make sense because I knew I wasn't going to be aligning with these boards, that it was not going to make sense. Now, the night before, I spoke with an incredible diversity, equity and inclusion consultant who is going to be working with me closely to completely rewrite a new curriculum for my certification, to rewrite the manual on NLP, because I will say, and this is going to be the first time ever I say with confidence and without any yuckiness, there is a new NLP that gets to come on the other side of this because there are some pieces in NLP that are so useful and so transformative and I get to use all of that and I'm really excited about that and I get to do that with support, with other people's lenses. I'm not over here trying to do this all by myself. Now, the gorgeous thing is that inside of that experience, what's happening is the the owner of the company I was doing my training through and I have been talking behind the scenes about how we can collaborate. Other trainers who also exited the training for their own reasons, we've been talking behind the scenes about how we want ours to be moving forward. And I will tell you that for the first time, I see so much hope and I see all of the yuckiness melting away and I see a liberation of how we get to support people using all of these powerful tools in a way that is absolutely rooted in integrity, in love, in honor, respect, inclusive, accessible, trauma-informed, with rigor. It has standards. It's rooted and it stands for something. And whatever comes as a result of this, all of the experience of the last two weeks was worth it because while I definitely did not get what I wanted from that experience, I 1 million percent got exactly what I needed. And this was not necessarily anything I would have ever intentionally have signed up for or gone through had I known this would have been the process before. And I'm so, 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 so grateful for it because the whole industry gets to be different now. And you get to be part of this. I get to be part of this. This is not me deciding, right, I'm putting my flag in the sand and I'm going to be the leader of this. No one person is the leader of this. 
an awakening is happening and people are no longer going to stand for being taught or being exposed to things that are unsafe, harmful even, I will go so far to say. And we all get to do better now. And so for that, I'm really grateful for the experience. And with that, I am out of the conveyor belt process because I think it was really, not only did I want to be out because it didn't feel aligned, but I wanted to be out because it felt like a really important moment to draw the line and to signify, I will not accept this as the way that these things are done. This is not who I am. This is not what I stand for. And so in order to create a new way, the line has to be drawn and the line has been drawn now. And so it's onwards, it's upwards. And now there are conversations to be had. And instead of each one of us as leaders in our field, in our, in our own, you know, micro pocket of the industry going off and doing all the work and hiring all the expertise and everything else, the more we can come together and the more that leaders and people who want to teach this and who want to be coaches and facilitators and change makers with real impact, the more we can come together into community and into collaboration, the greater that benefit and the impact of that change gets to be. So I don't have any answers yet as to what this looks like. But what I do know is that the whole new way is coming. And this is the moment. This is a defining moment. And so it was really important to document this. Now, if something in you is responding to what I'm saying, please reach out to me. And the best way to do that is to DM me on Instagram. I'm at Totally Laura on Instagram. Now, if you are somebody who is feeling something, the other thing you can do is please share this episode share this episode with your communities, share this episode with other leaders, share this episode with NLP practitioners, NLP trainers, and invite them. Do they want to be part of this conversation? And if you're listening because this was shared with you, please, please, please reach out to me because we're about to create a community of people who get to fly this flag, of people who get to proudly state what it is that they are here to do and be and make change in the world. And this is not a one-person show. And as one of the leaders I spoke to yesterday said, I'm aware I've been trying to do this on my own and that in doing that on my own, all I've got is my own lens and that I'm creating an echo chamber. And I love that awareness. And I know that it can feel really hard to say, oh my goodness, I haven't been doing the best that I can. And I understand how it feels to recognize, oh my goodness, have I been doing things that are harmful to people potentially, unintentionally, because that's really important. I know that good-hearted people are out there and the people who receive their work are being harmed, not intentionally. And so what we do now is we re-educate ourselves, we review our materials, we create things that are doing pure good and we are open to the feedback and the change work that needs to happen in order for that to be accessible to everybody. So a movement is happening. I know that I was here to play a part in it because that's definitely why I was part of that experience and I'm here to make a real big stamp for it gets to be different now. So if you want to be part of that whatever we're creating by the time this airs, I'm sure we will have moved on. I'm sure there will be updates. I will be sharing all of this on my Instagram stories. 
I am taking a stand for it. I want you to stand with me. I don't want to do this on my own. And we get to come together in community to be the change, be the change that you want to see. And you don't have to be a trainer. Okay. This is not just for trainers. This is for anybody who's interested in seeing the change that is being called for. If you just want to add your voice, because you want to see that change happen, I want you to step forward and say, I'm here and I'm with you. So please DM me on Instagram at Totally Laura. Also, oh my goodness, I'm just having this realization. My community is called the Shift Seekers. Wow, that is what we are. We are Shift Seekers. We are looking for change. And so come and join us. Come to the shiftseekers.com. The meaning of that, as I say, that is changing before my eyes. And we get to stand for something so, so important now. Now, this episode, I've shared my personal experience of recognizing where I was just ticking along on that conveyor belt, thinking I was doing what was right, thinking I was doing what was in highest integrity. And now I've crossed my threshold and I feel like it was important, right? That's what was really, really important is that when you cross the threshold, it feels like you're in free fall because you don't have the answer. You don't have any of the answers that are needed. And so it can feel scary. But what I can tell you is that there's a point in that free fall very quickly where it feels like, yes, I'm in free fall, but I know that the parachute's about to open. And I'm here to tell you that the parachute is opening and you are safe to go here to create a new way. And I'm really excited to have you along for the journey. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. This episode really needs sharing. And this needs sharing. This is not about me. This is not about algorithms. This is about the message. And this is an invitation. I am calling you to rise to a new standard in leadership. And when you answer that call, when you say, I want that standard in leadership, there's one of two paths here, right? You either are saying, I'm somebody who hires coaches. I'm somebody who buys coaching programs. I demand a new standard in leadership, please. You come and join us. Come and join us, theshiftseekers.com. Come and have your voice heard there. If you are a leader, if you are somebody who is a coach who creates programs or trainings and you are like, I stand for the new way in leadership, please raise your hand and come and join us. DM me on Instagram. I want you as part of these conversations. We need your voice. This is not about creating an echo chamber. This is not about me telling you what the new standards get to be. This is us coming together and rising together. The time is now. It gets to be different now. A new way is being demanded of all of us now. And we're here to do it together. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. Again, for one final time, DM me on Instagram at Totally Laura. Screenshot this episode, share it everywhere you can. And then come and join me in the Shift Seekers, theshiftseekers.com. We are change makers, agents for change. And we get to do it together. See you next time. I so appreciate spending time with your ears today. <laughs> if you're not already, come and follow me on Instagram. Let's be friends. You can find me at Totally Laura, where I share behind the scenes, latest updates and freebies, as well as giving you the opportunity to tell me what you want to hear more of here on the podcast. I'll be waiting for you in the DMs. <laughs>